Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I don't even want to wait, man. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. That's rock. Jeez. It's the Migs cast. I'm Migs. Steve Migs. That's the Rev. Hello. The Reverend in Fuego. And that's yep. Glenn. Glenn Cannon. Oh, hi there. <laughs> Today's the big day. It's studio day for us, guys. That's right. Oh, my that's gosh. Right. We are going to go record with uh, Jonathan Plum from London Bridge Studios, the Beat Migs song. This is so it's crazy. Finally it's here. happening. Like, you guys... Uh, have recorded things in the past for yes. your bands and stuff. I've never experienced something like this. Oh, we're micing you up today, dude. Yeah, I know. And you say that, and now I'm just like, I don't even know what to expect. No, I he's, he's like that sex partner, though. I was like, hey, man, we're recording your vocals today. He's like, I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I've been battling a headache for like really three did. days. And it, I was like, oh. It's well, funny you say that. I guess I'll watch TV. <laughs> just like in the Guns N' Roses song, we're expecting you to do the moaning sounds during oh. uh, the beat make. There's a moaning breakdown, like, where we're simulating sex and we need you to make the moan. Oh, you're talking oh. about Rocket Queen. Yes. I thought that they, I they, thought there was actually a girl the that- The actual thing yes. going on. I heard that too. Yeah, like it's legit. I I believe that's not even just the urban legend, but like that's Axel and some girl. And I'm sure nice. she knew the mics were rolling, so she was, you know. Don't you kind of wish stoked for it? Kind of back in the. I mean, nowadays everyone's got their behind the scenes, and we'll do that as well. We'll have some videos out, like, and there won't be any sex, unfortunately. That's what, what that's what Steve thinks now. Rev. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. But wouldn't it be amazing if they had like a making of Appetite for Destruction video wise? And granted, you don't maybe see the hardcore parts of it, but you kind of see what was going down. Or yeah, no, it would be. I think <laughs> a lot, a lot of guys document that kind of stuff now. It'd be awesome if some of those classic records were oh. documented to that degree. Oh, that'd be so awesome. But I will say, if you've ever seen the the Doors movie, um, Meg Ryan, who's hurting for work these days, I've contacted her, and she's agreed <laughs> to come down and reenact that scene with Steve, where Steve's singing and Meg's mm, helping. Yeah. I was like, listen, I got 75 bucks and a coupon for Taco Bell. She's like, okay, I'm on the way. Ooh, She's fine. I got, I got plastic surgery bills to pay. I'm more than happy yeah, to do that. she shouldn't have done that. Dude, every yeah. woman shouldn't do that. I don't understand. How does a woman look at pictures of other fellow celebrity women when they get older and go, oh, yeah, that's the kind of face I want? Yeah, that's it's true. Like, it's like an overinflated Cupid doll. Yeah. Like, it's just like- it, Right. Do you like, think they're thinking that won't happen to me? Yes. I, ca- I can't imagine it, though, because it happens to every single person. But their plastic surgeon promises uh, it won't happen to I them. I just let's all just stick with, like, anal bleaching and, and leave it at that, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's keep let's it not nice go clean, any further man. than that, you know? <laughs> That's my shining star. And that <laughs> were. And anal bleaching is actually going to be opening MIGS Fest. We just That's added right. a, a seventh band. <laughs> uh, with bell. Fiddlers in the Nude uh, <laughs> yeah. doing an unplugged set. <laughs> this is truly become that. They're on the second stage. It's right by the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, today we are going to London Bridge Studios. Uh, obviously, you can hear we're all very excited. What I'm excited about is not only are we doing the usual beat mix theme, but the boys in window pane and us, we're going to do a full song version of the beat mix song, which is why Rev, there will be a part where you're not just doing now the chanting and the and the backing vocals. You are going to sing. 
Oh my. Dude. At London Bridge Studios. Well, for me, it was wow. the fantasy of hearing you go, no. And I think that has to be part of the song. No. Because I hear I, every morning, twice a morning, you hear, no. Not That's when true. I answer and, questions, because everything's right. That hasn't been yeah. my experience as a listener, but okay. <laughs> but I just thought, how cool would it be to have, you know, that, that no as part of the song somewhere. Nice. And, you know, Miggs and I are trading texts back and forth, and it just spiraled into this, oh, I love it. Oh, dude. And, you know, That's we're like a couple three-year-olds to be thumbing included away. on it and just to be able to be like yeah i recorded at london bridge right suck it nerds <laughs> i just love that i'll finally be able to say i've tracked at london bridge but not for the drums <laughs> <laughs> which makes it even more funny like i might have to bug sean and be like can i just hit a symbol on the rec- recording oh i'm just sure we'll one play, symbol man. just one symbol that's all that way i could be like you know chad channing still getting those residual checks for never mind <laughs> where's that uh, where's that Wait, uh, are there's gonna yours? be mechanicals paid on this yes. i wasn't aware of any oh, kind yeah. of a, oh oh cool. yeah we're getting all like big royalty checks from this man nice. it's gonna be on itunes and everything i don't know how do we even do that? I don't he, even he can I see don't know. me. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing math in my head, and then all of a sudden he started sweating. Did you guys catch that? He, he saw that. I was like, <laughs> don't take my word. Wait, wait, wait. I can I get paid know. to play guitar? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not I mean, what I read in the pamphlet. What? <laughs> Man, so we got, we're going to do a shorter one. By shorter, probably like an hour long. Sorry, I just want to say a quick hi to Justin and Hannah who are hanging out. Uh, I've, hi, I've met you guys a few times, and it's always great seeing you guys. You're, you're uh, a true <laughs> beacon of positivity, and I always love hanging out and talking to you guys. And thank you for listening to the podcast yeah well thanks for having us it's been a good morning for you came oh yeah in. they didn't know but luke wilson swung by yes we got to meet luke wilson that was luke's awesome. really cool nice fella taller than me am i wrong he's huge yeah, that guy's a wall man yeah, ridiculously yeah, yeah. huge couldn't be a nicer guy right yeah sweetheart it's, it's it's always cool when like you know i mean these are some of these football players have the world handed to them and they act like they have the world handed to them he could not be more of the i mean he is the opposite of that. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Of I God. think he would be like that, even if he wasn't Canadian. But you always just <laughs> imagine the fact that he's Canadian. He's yeah. just, all Canadians are super nice. They he, think ham's bacon. Of course yeah. they're cool. What's that all about? <laughs> um, there's a few things I want to talk about. Uh, we've had this. And honestly, it's funny I bring up positivity because the whole state positive mantra really stemmed from, if I remember correctly, it all started because I was getting annoyed with how people were just so negative on Facebook about our rock girls. Yeah. If you remember, like, that, we had people. What? You know how it is? You have a picture of a beautiful girl, and obviously not everybody is going to think somebody is beautiful. But in a, in a real world setting, you don't need to tell that person that. But in social media settings, eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Wow, that girl looks this way. That's really messed up. Who takes time out of their day to do that? Trolls. Awful human beings. Actually, yeah. I got trolled yesterday. I was about to say, dude, you've been <laughs> dealing with it at the window pane stuff. <laughs> one guy! Tony and I were laughing. There's always one guy. Well, he's a fan, and you guys should show... I, I, I spent a good... I was spiraling just start into boxing that. up and mailing stool samples to these people, man. Dude, this one guy, and we should talk about that. Uh, uh, well, I took the post pane. down. I took that post down. I and was I, like, that's enough. That's enough light. The, the 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 light's been shed on it, and let's move on to something cool. Well, and that I guy, just it down. he was mad. You know, we talked a little bit about how there's been a little bit of a backlash from some of the local musicians that just are, uh, in my opinion, miserable human beings and can't be happy if their friends are doing well or or busting their tail and having 
you know, moments of success and, and, and it's all in the eyes of the beholder because like you've brought it up before. Hey, you think we're successful. This is why maybe we're not. Or, yeah. But in our eyes. Swing and, on by Wells Fargo and tell them how successful <laughs> I am. So you guys, both you and Tony, put up a great post. I thought it was very heartfelt and I was, it was very transparent, which is why I liked it. It was like, look, this is what we are doing. This is how we do it. And this is why we are able to reach the level of local music success that some people just seem to be bothered by. Well, one person took umbrage with it, not because they're having success. He was upset because he felt that as a fan, he wasn't getting enough um, gratitude for the success that you guys have been having. And he was and he, t- he was really butthurt about it. It goes even deeper. Like, Tony and I looked into it because I was like, I don't recognize him. I've looked at his photos, and I really don't recognize that cat. And we got even deeper, and he has a couple things he does. Mm-hmm. So he would always plug and tag us in his posts to try and gain exposure for the things that he was doing. Ah, so the further we dug, the more we went... Ah, he's what like we this call, went from uncool to really yeah. uncool. He's you know? what we call a barnacle <laughs> because he just hangs on the ship, yeah. dude. At, the, at one point, he actually said, "I've done so much for your band more than any of your other fans," and I'm like, "Wow, okay, this has really become a very self." On that same thread, uh, Dean Sherritt, who was a major contributor to the Kickstarter program that mm-hmm. paid for our album, and I won't disclose what he gave, but it was seven million dollars. I'll say, it. oh man. Man, well, you know, he mm-hmm. was in there sitting there while I was tracking guitars to put it to that, you know, to give yeah. you an idea. And he got on there and was like, dude, are you out of your mind? You know, and he he didn't say I've given, I've done. He just said, dude, you're, 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 you're really getting this. Yeah. You've missed the point of this post. It completely. was an opportunity to troll, man. Yep. That's all it was. And it was like, yeah. hey, look at me. I want attention on me. And it was really frustrating. And it's like, it's kind of those people that are really, they get under my skin. Like, to no end, especially when we do the rock girl stuff. Because I'm like, if you're not going to say it to somebody's face, and I don't mean this like in like a conf- physical confrontation way, but like if you would not have um, the nerve to say it to someone's face, why would you say it behind a well, keyboard? It's keyboard cowboys. And that's so, what it always mm-hmm. is. People would never say this if they had to look you in the eyes. But as, and that's the, pro- man, it was one of the first podcasts we did together where I was talking about everyone has a voice and that's really, really cool, but, but. You know, people. It's a double edged sword. There are boundaries. There's no boundaries because there's no repercussions for running your mouth. And then people also pay way too much credence to the things that are said. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, don't take it that personally. And right. I just find it hard to believe that. Well, actually, well, here's, I guess I don't. You know, here's why this is all like just kind of now really stewing in my system because. Um, so I post on Instagram. I have a video that I came across of me on a move in a movie. Are you in a bathing suit? Did they oh, say yeah, you need to eat a sandwich? Beast. I wish that would be nice. The jerk beast. Yes, I, I saw was, your post on that. Yeah, so I posted the clip of me in this movie. It was a very, very, very indie film, but it was like kind of like a a small cult classic of a film called Jerk Beast the movie. Jerk Beast? Mm-hmm. Do you remember back in the... It's not what you think. This is not sexual. No, not at all. Well, I don't know. <laughs> He's a, it was based off of a public access show. You remember back in the day, and I actually came across a cool article that I shared on my, um, my Steve Miggs Facebook page about the glory days of Seattle's public access television. You were around at that time as well, like when there was a lot of like 29 Live, which is a, a great local music. I arrived in this city from Maryland. No, I moved here by way of Florida, for God's sake. Uh, other corner of the country. It was like late 90s? Uh, 97 or 98. So right around my time. So yeah, the, the public access was going on. There were all these weird, like Goddess Kring was this chick that would get naked on television. Oh, that's exciting. There was the Mike 
Hunt show. Oh, yeah, that was the porn that was on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. One of my Of course favorites. I remember that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I encourage any of our podcast listeners that might imbibe in the marijuana, uh, Bong Hit Championships was one of my favorites where basically a guy would do a live call-in show Jeez. and people would call in and do a bong hit and he would rate them and he would time it. I don't know if there was ever a prize involved, but it was basically- This is excellent program. Right. This right. was public access. And as a 20-something stoner, it was the great- And I didn't have cable or I had very limited cable. It was the greatest stuff to watch. It, essentially, it's what Periscope is now. Yes. Because the, uh, Periscope is just- or YouTube, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just people sitting around, talking to and chatting with people, and then doing dabs. But this was like Channel 77 <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, we do some, we smoke some pot. Oh, and here's some porn. There's the guy who was obsessed with proving that Kurt Cobain was murdered, Richard Lee. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then my favorite was The Jerk Beast. And this show was a giant paper mache made monster that looked angry, all red face, and he's just pissed off. And a guy would wear this giant monster outfit, and his two buddies, and the three of them would take phone calls and just say the most vile, inappropriate things to the callers. And it would just basically be them answering the call, and the caller and the Jerk Beast and his friends yelling at each other, Telling them to do completely inappropriate things and for a half hour. Public it was, access. It's public access. It's great. <laughs> so then I would talk about it on the morning show. I've never show. seen this and I miss it. I'll send you some links. It's if you just look up jerk beast on YouTube, it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, they put them up there. Oh yeah. And they're funny as all hell. So I was obsessed with it back when I worked at the end. We had the jerk beast on. We had him play beat the producer, obviously. <laughs> we did an interview with him. It was awesome, right? Well, I got to know those guys and, and, and become kind of friends with them. And they're like, hey, we're working on this movie. We have a scene at a radio station. Can we, A, use your radio station? And B, would you want to be the DJ? Hell yeah. I mean, my, my buddies and us... I mean, it was weekend must-see TV, like on a Saturday night at 8 p.m. That's if, amazing. If we had a show to play, because it was my old roommate, it was my bandmate, we would stay home to watch The Jerk Beast and then go out, and if we had a show to play and we had to load in before that, we would set the VCR, record it, play our show. Did you hear that word, kids? V VCR. Video cassette recorder. That's a video cassette recorder. Was yours Betamax or VHS? VHS. Ooh. Top loader or no. front? Front Ooh, loader. Top ah. loader, my man. Yeah. And you know we went SLP with the recording quality. Super long play. <laughs> right, we wanted six hours of the jerk beast. Oh, man. <laughs> there are like 20 Sorry about that. I didn't mean to interject. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are 20-somethings right now I have no idea yeah, what we were jamming we're to our eight-track cassettes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to go, it's kind of like a cassette for video, and I'm sure someone will be like, what's, what's a cassette? cassette? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we were obsessed. I got to be in the movie. I played Slammin' Sammy, the DJ, and at one point, I got annoyed with them. Oh, no, they were cursing, and I asked them not to curse, but I told them, I love your shtick, and then Jerk Beast got mad and reached over to the console and choked me, and that was my scene. So I post that clip on Instagram, and it's just, I'm Steve Miggs on Instagram. You can watch it. Really funny, dumb. It's on Netflix, the movie, so if you have Netflix- Is it really? Apparently so. Wow. Just search for The Jerk Beast, and you can watch it. Don't watch it with probably someone who's easily offended. There's some weird scenes in it. Like, just, <laughs> just It's just weird. It's a weird movie. I love your censored vagary. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't even know how to describe it. And also, because I haven't seen it in so long, I feel like I, I might not even be selling how weird it is, but it was really a weird movie. So, I post it. Somebody decides to, you know, a lot of people are like, wow, Migs, you have hair. Some you got people, one. There right. was one guy. You got some people that are like, that guy's not you. He's attractive. And I thought that was funny. Like, that kind of stuff, I think... If there's a punchline to a shot, 
I'm okay with like people making fun of me. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. Like, oh, please I, have a laugh. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always say on the air, I'm like, if you're laughing with me or at me, I'm happy because you're laughing. That's all I hope for. I mean, as long as it's not mean spirited, that's really all I hope for. And, and anything that I do that involves entertainment, and I use that word loosely. Uh, <laughs> so this guy posts, "Wow, Migs," and I'm. I, I saw this Sunday morning. I was so upset. Just to give you an idea, while I was writing him back, my hand was shaking. Oh, like I've you know, been there. Ooh, I've been yeah. there recently. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about you because of all this crap that was going on with that guy. It's like an uh, emotion that I shouldn't feel, like because of a stupid social network. But it's like you get a peek inside just how miserable some people are. This is what he writes: Wow, Migs, you look so much better with hair. At this point, still fine. Yeah, Whatever. All right, yeah. It really detracted from your giant overbite. I mean, oh here, I don't mean to put you down. It's just every time I've met you, I can't stop staring at your mouth and thinking, what went wrong? What? Wow. Okay. What? Right. So now I'm like, we, we've crossed the line. I'm like, there's no punchline to this. There's nothing funny. Does it this continue is just, beyond that? No, that's it. So my response, ha. Wow, dude, you're a grown man that is consumed with another dude's looks. When you don't mean to put somebody down, you just don't say anything. Keep being a troll. Take care. So then at this point, of course, I'm curious. Here we go. Did it, so he fires back? Not yet. But now I'm curious. Now I'm stewing because <laughs> okay. I'm mad. Oh, yeah, and I was sure. trying to be as nice as possible. Like I even debated saying the troll part. I was like, I'm going to just be transparently annoyed mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna like take shots at the guy like i even created a post that i never posted where i i found pictures of him on his instagram and i was gonna like do this whole thing like it's amazing the glass houses that we live in because the people that are most consumed to make or the people that make fun of other people's looks are the people that should not be talking so i come across and i'll show you guys because you know i mean obviously you're not going to show anyone actually i'm going to photograph it and post it for the world to see immediately this, but that, that is the guy that is commenting on my looks the weird truck on the left <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not going to take shots at Optimus what he looks Prime. like but want, just, to give you, on this? just to give you an idea of the type of person that is Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't think the mic picked it up. Well, we'll have to go back. Yeah, we have to throw a quick. That, that's okay. Don't worry. But that's that's my opinion. So Rev can see it too. Again, wow. I debated putting that up, but I was like, you know what? That's really mean spirited. There's no need for that well, because that guy's obviously insecure, and so he attacked you. And like, I yes, it's that simple. I want to make him feel what how I felt, but I also for anyone out there that might like share similarities to the guy, I didn't want them to feel that way, and mm. that was the reason why I never bothered no, to put I it get up it. there. So then I move on, and I'm like, I wonder if he was ever going to respond to me. And I just kind of like, you know, at some point I was like, whatever. And I'm like, this guy is like, he's got kids, he's got grandkids. I'm like, he's actually written me before because I found one of his pictures. I'm like, I remember this guy. Has he Be- taken shots at you before? No. He, he sent me a message before saying he was amazed that I was going to, I saw a Christian rock band, uh, Colton Dixon and Toby Mac. And he's like, I didn't know you like Christian music. I'm like, oh, cool. This guy's digging it too, you know. So that also bothered me. I'm like, Mr. Goes to Christian Music probably tries to like live a Christian lifestyle is being that judgmental. A lot of those cats are pretty hateful. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's not what I got out of the whole thing, but okay. So here, <laughs> here's his response. He finally wrote me back then. And I've since deleted it so that way it's not there. And I'm not trying to encourage people to like have an all-out attack on the guy. So he deleted the original post. That was smart. Right. And writes, sorry, Steve, I'm no troll and I didn't mean it that way. Oh, wow. Okay. 
But here's my question, and I'm not going back and forth with the guy. That He said sorry. I, I, I'm a firm believer in when someone says sorry, despite if they have to have a but or this or that. Why'd you say it? Like, I'm not going to be like, you need to be more sorry. But if you didn't mean to say, what Why did you, you say that? What did you mean? Like, yeah. what, was the, what was the intention of saying something like that? You know I, have, I, mean? I have been in scenarios where I've gotten the, the problem with, and it's part of the problem with social media, but text has no inflection. Mm-hmm. And so when you read it, it's completely open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations where I've private messaged someone and said, hey, I just saw your comment and da 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 Mm-hmm. And actually, it seems like every single time I've done that, I've gotten back up. Oh, my God. That's not what I meant at all. Oh, I totally see why you would think that. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll go delete it now. And I just want to make sure you were cool because that came off a bit. And then a dialogue happens. That's and it's cool. Great. I've experienced I that. This by him. He's well, no, no, no. no. I've, I've experienced that more than war. once. I was ready to declare war. On yeah, but right. No, I've experienced the other side of it where you read something and your blood boils and you're like, man, if we were face to face, I would ask you, you know, if you've ever had your nose broken before and if you'd like to experiment with that now. <laughs> you know, uh, th- that, that happened to me y- y- yesterday over over nothing. <laughs> I got him. Yeah, you I did. Got him. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to use that. Like, have you ever experienced your nose being broken? If not, I have my friend Glenn would like for you to experience it. Would you like to experiment with that now? Is that something you're curious and I'd trying? I'd say I do it, but I throw like a girl, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but probably what would happen is at that point the guy would drop me and and I'd be laying there with my nose broken like, anyway, that's what I was going to do to you. Right. Yeah. Now I, can, now I can tell you what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. It hurts. Can you give me some popsicle sticks and a shot of Jack Daniels? But um, I've lost my point. Sorry. <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> wop, wop. But no, you're right. I mean, yeah. it's like at some point, be more accountable. Like how did I just... I I'm do... very careful what... Knowing that text has no inflection, I'm very careful about what I put up. Yep. And I can't think of a time that something I've said has been misinterpreted unless it was something about myself where I put up something I thought I put up one the other day literally where I was like I'm watching the original 1963 Batman film mm-hmm. and in watching this I'm oh realizing my. that perhaps is this Burt Ward Adam West Batman oh, film? the real the one yeah, dude the where with the shark, shark repellent spray. oh yeah, yeah, yeah man oh my and that gosh. was like a half hour into this thing Running and I was down, like rain down the street with the bomb oh dude yeah I, I was like this is like a psyop and then I was like I, I got on Facebook and I'm like I think I'm actually depressed, and this is a cry for help. I think I'm actually doing this to hurt myself. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious, and so did like 40 other people. And it's, so it's the things, you know, you check in, you're like, oh, it's got a head of steam, yay. Right. And then I got like two private messages, hey man, are you okay? Do you need to talk? And I was yeah, like, right. oh brother, dude. Well, okay, because a friend of mine, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I actually have lost friends that way too and yeah and all the yeah you know, but it's one of those things it's so open to interpretation that someone read what i thought was hilarious mm-hmm. and went oh man glenn's having a rough time right he's, and he's, so i've been i've been misunderstood and honestly it, it's awesome that people would reach out to make sure i'm okay that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah and I, t- I told there was a couple different cats that actually messaged me that way and i was like oh man i really appreciate it i'm all good much love and i mean that's truly how i felt but i've been misinterpreted that way but i've never posted something on someone's that I thought even for an instant that my comment could be hurtful. I'd rather not say anything at all. Yeah. Right? That, and that was like, I even tweeted a little bit about it. I got a little bit like... Now everyone's researching Facebook so they can just burn me down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you call this guy a retard. Well, no, I, that's a, it was a spelling error. It was retard. The inflection <laughs> retard. was weird. It was a hangover joke. <laughs> Come on, people. But I even like threw up on Twitter. I'm like, you know, I'm just sick of people prefacing things with, I don't mean to be a dick, but... Or it could be anything. I don't mean to be mean, but not for nothing, but... Or am I... 
I don't mean to be a dick, but leave it be. It's like typically then you are being a dick because yeah. you're gonna say something dicky. Just accept it. Just say it. If, if you really want to be that guy, just say it. But don't preface it with I don't mean to be mean. But you have an awful overbite, and you're this, and you're that, and every time I've seen you, it's like. Well, bro, if you see me a bunch of times, I have a feeling you've talked to me. And then if you've talked to me, I've probably, more often than not, I've been very nice to you and had a pleasant conversation, I would hope. Or an awkward one. Sometimes I'm a little weird. But he's like, I didn't mean to be hurtful. It's like, dude, how is what you said not hurtful? Right. It's In, it, in what way? It, it, it's kind of awkward with what we do because a lot of people like just assume that they know us. So they, they can be can part of the joke. down and yep. they get in on that. And especially with you, Glenn, you do a lot of uh, self-deprecation uh, in your in your humor and stuff like that. Is that We're a just sex talking joke? About it. No, it's not. <laughs> but, uh, it's very Michael Hutchins of uh, Glenn. <laughs> Choke me and slap me. Auto-erotic self-deprecation. Uh, but no, it, Watch that Batman movie. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Actually, Catwoman, I, you know. Was oh, it Eartha Kit? Yeah, and she's wearing oh, the bodysuit. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't mean to cut you off, but quick aside, Batgirl was my first uh, girlfriend, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. from the Batman show. Dude, mine was uh, Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers. She used to wear those spandex oh, bodysuits with the zipper down the front. Yes! Did I tell you guys recently that was available? I the action figure once. Wow. I love you for that. Bump it in. No, I want to get back to what you were saying, Rev. I'm sorry we derailed. You so badly. Hold that thought. Hold but, uh, that thought, Rev. No, man. Uh, Buck Rogers season one was on Netflix. This was maybe a year ago, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I was like, I wonder if. Yeah, I yeah. fapped multiple times, ah, man. I, so I, I was I watching know, her man. like she was so hot, dude. It was really fair. Everyone, everyone, most of my generation says Daisy Duke, and I'm not going to argue with Catherine Bach. But for me, that, yeah. Aaron Gray and those body suits, and I'm, I'm, I'm on your man, team. Man, I'm hundred percent on your team. It was really, really I, exciting. Yeah, I would go Devil's Three. Some go to Netflix. That. Go oh. to Netflix. Pull up an episode. It's really bad. Therefore, amazing. I don't know if I called could use the word pull up. Space Vampire. <laughs> you want to look up the episode called Space Vampire? <laughs> I will. If you can make it through that without roughing up the suspect. He's wow. writing it down. He's wow. writing it down. No, I'm not. I don't know what you're Anyway, Rev, before we deteriorated into masturbation, what were you talking about, bro? I literally don't remember. Self-deprecating humor. People grow up, they think they know you. Yeah, and so what they'll do is they'll they'll make those jokes, and they'll make those jokes in that, oh, ha-ha, I'm giving you a ribbing because I've known you for X amount of years, and I can do that. They don't realize that... It, 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 it sucks to say, but you're just a person out there. Like, there's nothing that we we haven't bonded over anything. There's nothing yep. to have that. And I mean, it's like it's great that you listen to us and you understand that, and you've come and seen us and all those things. But if we haven't, you know, know the line. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. We, if we haven't gone out or we haven't partied or we haven't done things as a group of people for a while, you don't necessarily know us. Yeah, you know, I, some of us are a part of us, but especially with that sort of stuff, you can't really just do that. A good example on how we had Luke Wilson in this morning. I remember I did a recent event with him and Jermaine Curse, mm-hmm. and we're hanging out in the back room, just the three of us. And like Luke, I feel comfortable enough. I can give a hard time to like we've gotten to that point now where we're close enough that we can give each other crap yeah and he was giving a little crap to Jermaine and like I had a great line that I was like oh this would be funny this and then I thought I'm like I don't know Jermaine like yeah granted like in a way by being friends with Luke Jermaine feels comfortable around me but like I'm not crossing that line because I'm not his friend yeah. and although I'm in a circle where all bets might be off. I got to respect their friendship and that they can do that to each other, 
but I'm not like, like mm-hmm. I agree with you, man. There are times where people like try and jump in with a joke. Maybe like I could give you a hard time and you give me a hard time. And it's no different. Like this isn't about work stuff. Like this is just like if I showed up to a party and everyone's giving one guy a hard time because he's like the 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 one friend. Like it's almost like the whipping boy of their crew. I am absolutely not going to give him a hard time. Yeah, no doubt. Because I haven't earned that right. Yeah. And until you earn that right, shut the F up. I mean, even within our band, and I mean, you talk about a family. Yeah. Here's four guys that are really stuck together. Um, <laughs> and stuff that I would say about myself or stuff that Mark would say about himself or Sean or Tony. He might say it, but I'd never say it. Sure. I mean, it's that like, too. hey, it's cool for you to, to to make fun of yourself in that way, but I will never reinforce that because I know you well enough to know that you're having fun with something for the sake of keeping it lighthearted, but man, because I love you and respect you, I'll make this joke or that joke, but there's just lines that you don't cross. And I mean, right. it's not that we're all such delicate souls. I mean, we're it's four lunatics in a room, right? But respecting each other lines. But we yeah. know each other well enough to know what's off the table and what's on the table. And that's the problem with social media. And like you guys are saying, people feel like they know you, they feel connection to you, but they have no idea what's on the table or off the table. And you read me that post, I'm like, man, that's... Really unpleasant. <laughs> That's Dude, uncalled for. Like, completely, I legit man. was so angry yeah. that I was shaking, I and I don't. It. I don't remember the last time I was that. Like, I looked at my hand. And I'm like, either I'm going through withdrawals for alcohol, but I didn't drink last night. I haven't seen Glenn in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm like, this guy really got under my skin, uh-huh. bad. And then, and then, to, uh, I don't want to keep dwelling on it, but it was really pissed. It pissed me off. Let's talk about Aaron Gray some more. Yes, oh. and her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done that even before. I remember when we had like uh, Miss. Washington and uh, Stormy, yeah. who's a friend of the show and used to work at the station. And I posted a picture, and some guy just like really went off on her in the picture and was like, "I don't get why." Blah blah blah. And and uh, my response was very simple. I said, "I don't understand the point of your of your comment." Why would a guy attack a girl that way? I, I understand girls being catty, but why would any man? attack any woman that way. He's got to be remarkably insecure. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, at that point, you could delve into that rabbit hole as far as you want. Big time. And it's usually past experience and dealing with uh, all sorts of other, you know, psychological stuff that, you know, I'm obviously not qualified to talk about. No, yes, you are. I think you're more than qualified. You're a reverend. It is true. I am ordained. Yes, you're ordained. You can say whatever you want. I could marry both of you right now. Can you right now? Yeah, it's like, legal in the state. We've got witnesses. We should do this. But I'm already married. I got to get my. Ma- All right, let me text my wife. No, and tell no, 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 no. I see a scenario coming up, man. No, I'm about to get punched in the face. Sister, brother, wives. It's a raising Arizona thing, man. Sure, why Keep not? Keep your goddamn hands off my wife, Glenn. <laughs> that guy's name was Glenn too in raising see, it Arizona. It works. His boss. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and Dot are swingers, as in to swing. Key party. If you guys haven't seen Raising Arizona, watch it Go immediately. Watch it. It's like one of it's one uh, of the best uh, movies ever. Nick Cage's good movies. Gosh, yeah, I, yeah. I've never watched the whole movie, so I need to. <gasps> I'll I, loan it to you. I, well, I don't have oh, any, you got it on VHS. I, I'll have to check if it's like on Netflix or something. I don't have any DVD players hooked up. You, have a, for you have a laptop? Not one that works. You got oh, a video fantastic. game console. Yeah, I know, but I only use it to play video games. But it, it'll play. It plays DVDs, dude. Just fast forward to Just the... Stop pushing this crap on me, you guys. <laughs> stop pushing oh, it on too me. Too much pressure, too much pressure. You guys are making me hate you. I'll be taking these huggies and any cash you might have in the register. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, that's totally fine. Uh, so, yeah, that was my whole thing. My, my whole subject was the internet is a bitch. And, I'm, I'm going to troll you now like just every other day, raising yeah. Arizona on his news feed. Yeah. I'll walk in here yeah. next Tuesday. And he'll Dude, just drop me. What you need to do is you need to find each. You need to find clips of it. So eventually, uh, throughout a whole year, you post the entire movie on his Facebook page. <laughs> Thirty-second yeah, snippets. Yeah, it's just- 
30 seconds at a time. Here's the entire movie. He's going to help me experiment with having my nose broken, I think, if I do that to him. <laughs> no, that'd be a good way for me to watch it in short doses. Yeah, right. I'm in. Let's make it happen. And then you watch the Jerk Beast movie and talk about my overbite, and we'll be perfect. Oh, goodness. Things will be great. <sighs> Oh, man. So, Rev, things good in your world? Yeah, things are actually pretty awesome. We went to... (laughs) Sorry, uh, that just seems so random. Yeah, it's like, no segue. (sighs) We don't have commercials to play, you know. It was like a George Lucas wipe. Meanwhile, on Dagobah. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that the last Star Wars movie, the new reboot, Mm -hmm. actually did have a couple, either one or two wipes in the transitions. I thought that was such... I loved it, by the way. Me too. Some people panned it. I thought it was killer. I it's a, it. it's a nostalgia hit. It is it's what JJ Abrams is good at. Yep. Like if you look at the uh, the new Star Trek, I loved those two. It's the same thing. Yep. It's 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 updating it for the for the new viewership and how people watch movies now. But it keeps all that old stuff. It's like you remember this stuff? Yeah, it's still around. Well, we like still a, got a that Star magic. Wars movie without the Millennium Falcons, like a Dukes of Hazard movie without the General Lee. I mean, those prequels happen, were painfully bad. And diehard Star Wars fans are like, well, no, actually, with the third one, they got right. No, dude, that's. That's like trying to say that the rape wasn't quite a rape. Come wow. on, man. It's not okay. It's not okay. I have a buddy. His son is now 11 or so. A slight extreme. He won't yeah. let... No, it's not. He won't let his son watch the prequels. He's like, no, son. Oh, they're fine. No. Oh, oh. oh they're fine, Christ, man. if I threw holy water on him, he'd explode. No, I can no, tell, no, no. man. We just, we just talked about Teach this. Teach him about broken noses. Teach him about broken noses. Anyway, Rev... How have you been, man? I've been pretty good up <laughs> yeah. until this point. Star Wars denier. No, we oh! actually went to, um, uh, the wife and I went to a steampunk convention. I, I was wondering yeah. This weekend, that. and it was outstanding. Uh, we ended Damn. up getting dressed up. Well, she got dressed up both days because she has a corset and she wants to wear it. And A she lot of the ladies' steampunk fashions are oh, really so exciting. I, yeah. Dude, it's cool. And uh, and that's one of the greatest things about a convention like this, because I go to a lot of comic book conventions and all sorts of things like that, and you'll see some people dressing up. These, the steampunk conventions, there, there's not as many people there, but almost, I, I would imagine 95 to 99% of the people are dressed up. So you get however you want to envision it with goggles and brass and corsets and all sorts of crazy, uh, you know, kind of back in time revisionist history sort of garb. And it's just amazing to see that. And everybody is just bonded by that. So I actually, because my, my, my fat ass couldn't find my Spanx. Uh, yes, I have Spanx. Um, What's a Spanx? Oh, you don't know, you what, don't know what Spanx are? Yeah. They are What's okay. They're originally uh, for ladies, but with uh, an X. Yeah, Spanx. Yes, um, they are form-fitting. Basically, it's like an undershirt that sucks and pulls everything in. So you just oh, turn, okay, I get that. So, so, so for someone like me, I just basically turn into a summer sausage. But at the same point, <laughs> it keeps a, a nice summer form. sausage. Uh, I wore. I bought it when I was Spicy. going on Wheel of Fortune. Because I wanted to make sure and I had a nice svelte you form. Yeah, svelte. Yeah, I love and, you for that word. And then I also wore it for my wedding, um, but I haven't been able to find it since because right after the wedding we came back and then I moved like the week later and I just don't know where it's at. And is this was very distressing. Uh, I actually kind of lost my mind on. Uh, oh, I can't find man. my spanks, honey. Yeah, where no. are my spanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wife Michelle was really kind of laughing at me afterwards. The, the neighbors like, what kind of weird kinky thing are our neighbors in? This guy's yelling about. Sp- 
spanking. They've never been to my house. <laughs> um, I, so yeah, like uh, like dress like the Buck Rogers girl. Oh please, be my space yeah. vampire. Kidnap me, please. Interrogate me. Even at that point, I was I had my vest on and uh, one of the buttons popped out. Uh, popped off, oh, which sucks. Bummer, man. But the people are so cool. Somebody had a sewing kit. <laughs> Someone just right there helped me and That's sewed it on. Awesome. Like I was like, this is outstanding. Like oh, yeah. the people, the community, the people are just so amazing. I was gonna say that's very random, but then you think about it, it's a cosplay kind yeah. of a costume handy. Party. That's just handy. Yeah, you, you, everything is being handmade. The chances yeah. of that happening probably often, and it was funny because uh, at that point Wouldn't I had happened if you had your spanks on though. Yeah, right. I know. And when we got there, I had already like I had written it off. I'm like, whatever. I'm just gonna walk around and have some fun with it. I'd taken a couple of uh, shots of Fireball before we uh, oh, went over to the convention. Nice. I'm so, just slightly bloated, steampunk guy. Yeah, and I didn't care at that point. But <laughs> someone noticed and it's like, oh, you lost a button. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't lose it. It's in my pocket. She's like, oh, I can fix that for you. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, Female, male. Uh, female. Nice. Yeah. And it what was, was a, she wearing? She was wearing this handmade dress. She took a wedding dress and split it down the front so she could take and button uh, like different inserts like on the front so it could be different colors on how she wanted. And she had all of these like little tiny uh, like clockwork spiders that she had put all over it. Jeez. And then the back looked like, uh, like she had a huge collar that went up almost above her head. And it was made with a furnace grate. The cone of shame. Oh, you're kidding. No, a furnace. I was like, I Astounded no, cone of shame's for you, dude. Yeah, but it was kind of a half cone of shame. Then we was... fill it with dog food, so you can't. <laughs> well, so he can eat, right? Right. Yeah, so it works. Chew your way to freedom. <laughs> okay, but like just <laughs> seeing all of these people dressing up like wow. that, and doing that, um, it actually got us really. Uh, I got really excited to kind of make my own costume. I was looking. Then you for... broke another button where the zipper is. There you go. No, I'm sorry, but we. Uh, so uh, this lady. <laughs> Well, she's probably kneeling while she's stitching yeah. the button. Did she? She did, but uh, yeah, this it was is a public place. Don't worry about it. That's stranger things have happened <laughs> in public, right, man. Right, I like how your there's, there's no way out. You realize I can turn anything into a sexual innuendo. <laughs> Pretty much. Your friends Glenn and Steve are turning this into a penthouse forum, forgetting <laughs> the fact that your wife was with you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it happened to me. I, I would have never, <laughs> never guessed this would happen to me. I never thought I'd be writing you. Oh, the man. third button on my button fly steampunk pants popped off. But watching what she did with just like, like look, talking about her costume and the other people talking about their costume was like, oh, I'm going to buy these things and do this stuff, I realized that you can just go and kind of salvage stuff. Uh, and so yesterday, uh, Michelle and I ended up hitting a ton of Goodwills just looking for stuff to kind of build a costume because I got a whole bunch of ideas and stuff I want to do now. What kind of finds did you come across? Um, nothing too crazy. I found a tiki torch that's made out of metal. No, it's weird because it's a tiki torch, but it's like over six feet tall. It's made out of metal, and it, it metal and the, the the torch part is actually glass, hmm. and it just looks really cool. Did and- you poke the floor and scream, "You shall not pass"? I could, but it, I don't want to break it yet. Like, oh, and I, I got I got to work on it a little bit. You shall not pass. Come I on. Fu- I found an old fireplace stoker, just the, like old timey, just yep. pushed like or uh, you know clap it together and the the yeah. air goes out. Oh, and the, stuff the, like the, the pincher, the yeah. log pincher, yeah, exactly. Okay. The blower. So this like the things <laughs> that I can kind of figure out and put stuff on. But I never thought when I met this blower that this would happen to me. <laughs> Penthouse forum. It was super fun. Just surprisingly to, fit just perfectly. Just to go around all the goodwills and kind of check all that stuff out. Is that twenty dollars in your pocket? Yeah, no, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a pop sometimes. But I've realized now I'm actually kind of looking more for the junk. 
Like I'm kind of looking for the stuff. I get like, it, man. Goodwill, as funny as it sounds, it's a little, it's more high class than what I want. Because You're looking for like an antique style thrift shop. I'm I bet. looking for swap meat. Yeah, and I know that Tacoma like has the yeah, yeah Tacoma has the Starlight swap meat, so I'm going to check that out. Um, but I also we also went and checked out the B and I. What's the B and I? The B and I. The B and I is okay. Yeah, I don't you, know do either. you remember Mallrats? Yes. Do you remember when they went to the dirt mall? Yes. That's the B&I. Oh, okay. So it's just like a big swap meet uh, yeah. type of bizarre okay. type of a thing? Yeah. A bizarre well, is the best so you, way to do if it. If you were a kid, you'd love it there because you could buy butterfly knives and throwing stars there. Yes. That yes. kind of place. And Nirvana bootlegs. And That's where I used to get all my, my bootleg videos. On so you'd VHS. have cool music and I'd have the shirkin, you know. Yeah. And, oh, I re- no, they had swords there. I almost bought a couple, but then uh, I, I can't afford it. Put money you into. don't need a sword. You need a tank of gas. You don't need a sword. Exactly. But <laughs> at that point, I'm like, I need a sword. <laughs> this right there. And it's so inexpensive. The next time I'm on my 10 speed, I'll need this sword. But the wife had never been to the BNI. And this is the place that had Ivan the Gorilla um, oh! for the longest time. One and buddies was, uh, what's that talking about? One of my buddies uh, was actually his handler back in the day. Really? Ivan's handler? Ivan the gorilla's a real gorilla? Yeah, he oh, was yeah. a gorilla was that was in a dirt mall. Like, in a, basically, a, yep. like a... I missed all this. Six by six I age. slept through this class. I, See, public this access was, and gorillas, man. Washington yeah. used to be really fun. This was like <laughs> 80s. Like, he got out in the like 80s, maybe 90s? It like, was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, they moved him to Florida where he lived a nice long life and then, you know, passed away as you would. But it was... Uh, this was the place where... Where it was fun to go to when I was a little kid because they had uh, they had an arcade, they had a merry-go-round. Nice. Um, and then you always kind of have those those hazy rose-colored glasses, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember when it was fun. And then you show up, and you're like, oh, there's oh, needles dear. and bubble gum on everything. Uh, we, and that we, lady doesn't have any teeth, and when, that guy's got her teeth in his head. And when we arrived, <laughs> I parked next to you. I s you not a Prius that was kept together by duct. Tape. A Prius is a newish car. How do yeah. you do that? It, That's a good question. I drove it, it into the ocean. I, I mean, was, how do you do that I with a Prius? Mudding. It's I a new car. It yeah. was, this, this Prius goes mudding. It That's was right. ridiculous. And I'm like, this is where we're at right now. We're off-roading like, in a it, Prius. Oh, it, it, I, I love the post-apocalyptic Prius. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, Mad yeah. Max. Yeah, check, yeah. Prius. check that out. Like oh wow, he's oh, not yeah. kidding. You're, yeah, you're talking <laughs> about the whole back bumper. I would say like a just, solid roll of duct tape. They even used. color match. They got the silver yeah. duct tape for the silver Prius. Yeah, it is brutal. And I was just like, well, this is this is Tacoma life. Yep. I even I even tweeted what it, it out. is. Everyone is that yeah. He, he if you check his his Twitter feed or but they yeah, obviously on, they, yeah, they rubbed the car on something. Uh, and then they they, <laughs> that's a good they, way to put they it. fashioned a repair, but yeah, that's that's just what are you not insured? I mean, what are we talking about here? That is a lot of freaking duct tape. What yeah. sucks is it it rains in the Pacific Northwest, so that becomes soup inside of about a week. Yeah, you know, like you could. It looks like it already had. It'd be awesome if there was like a dog stuck to it, like just. You got to get that thing off of there, man. <laughs> I tried licking this car, and my tongue is stuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a small child, like oh, we've picked up a toddler. Yeah, it was. It was an experience, and uh, but across the street from there is also the the Starlight Swap Meet, which uh, hopefully we're going to go to at some point and kind of get that vibe. Because, like, I'm talking about how the B and I's the Dirt Mall, the Swap Meet is below that. It's the Dirt Mall's Dirt yeah. Mall. It's the last like the, the little crappier little brother version. Yeah, the last time I bought anything from there, it was a boombox that I was assured was would work. 
course, it didn't work at all. And uh, of course, I, and I had no foresight to being like, hey, maybe I should plug this in and check it out because, hey, this nice lady it said, said it totally worked. Work. Right. I trust you. Yeah. That's why I have trust issues. <laughs> it was the dirt mall boom yeah, box. Yeah. Yes. It all goes back to that <laughs> damn boom box. <laughs> Rev just wanted to play in your eyes outside of that girl's house right? and oh, hold yeah. that boom box in the air like Lloyd Dobler and you got screwed. <laughs> Lloyd Dobler. Well done on that deep cut sub reference, man, because that's just John Cusack to me, man. Yeah, dude. How about, well, back in the early stages of Peter Parker, one of our first songs we ever wrote was called Lloyd Dobler. My man. And it was like my favorite of all of our songs, which we never wound up recording on a good recording, but. It was like, I'll have to try and track that song down. It was like one of my favorite uh, Peter Parker songs, and it was called Lloyd Dobler, and that's the only reason why I remember the name. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Glenn, uh, in your world, I don't know if you want to talk about it. (laughs) Uh Every every, every week now, it's like, okay, dude. I I find very, I I think anyone who plays music can find like fascination with the trials and tribulations (laughs) of window pane. Are you talking about the thing that I put up yesterday and then took down? Did you take it down? The, the thing about the video. Yes. Yes, I took it down. Okay. Because there was one guy that trolled it to the degree that it was just ridiculous, and I went, man, the point's been made, and let's just take it down. But basically- I respect why you got the dude, decision. It was. we weren't even, I mean, I'll show you guys the video. I'll show you all the video here in a minute, man. It, it's the coolest video Window Panes ever had done, and Jamie Burton Chamberlain, great guy, he shot it. He put it mm-hmm. all together. He had the concept. He went, dude, cool, wow, fast, easy, fun, groovy. Yeah, I remember looking at the pictures- Oh, dude. That you posted it was gonna be like dope. a month ago. But then Jamie, he was like, dude, I'll have this done in a week or two. Well, and then he he took off to Mexico for a while. And hey, yeah, all good, man. Drug it's, smuggling, I understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, got, you got bills to pay. You, you got to uh, subsidize that right. income. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, th- those drugs can't stay in the butt for that long. So, in the... <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. In Whoa. the meantime, um, this video from a very well-known artist, one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest artist of this particular genre, released a new single. And it was the exact same concept. Honestly, ours has a lot more layers, and it was a little cooler. Theirs was very stripped down and simple, which was perfect for the piece of material. They were, but it was like, oh, God. And it's funny, because right as you, when I read that, I didn't even Did you know? Keep, I knew right away. You put just, two and two together. Just because. I figured everyone would. I've already seen the video that they did, and I agree. It's very stripped down, and it's cool, and it's perfect for the song. Mm-hmm. And when you said it, the light bulb went off in my head, because I remember the pictures that you guys already took. Yep. And I'm like, I get it. And I was like, I don't think, as an outsider, obviously you guys are way more connected to it, and I understand well, the trepidation. We, show, we showed it to a lot of people. I looked yeah. at it and went, oh, dude, honestly, yeah. we risk... For me, anytime your integrity can be called into play, you should really stand up and take note. So I went, all right, my knee jerk is people are going to say that we copied this. And the reason I'm not saying the name is literally the director... It, it's, you can probably put two and two together, but Jamie, the director, was like, hey, man, don't even give people the opportunity to plant that seed. Yeah. Don't say what artist it is, because if we recut it and change it and release it six months later, we don't want people going, oh, I see. Right. So, And even now that I'm being vague, it's probably obvious, but if not, whatever. Um, but we took them and put them side by side, and it literally, other than the cool layering and effects and all the additional work that Jamie put into his version, it literally felt like a shot-by-shot recreation. Oh, so, so awkward. I mean, right down the, to Tony. Like, Tony yeah. showed it to his mother, and his mom was like, oh, God, son. I showed it to my attorney. <laughs> I showed it to my mom. I showed it to my, yeah. everyone I showed it to. I showed it to Jamie Nova from yeah. Witchburn, and she was like, her quote was, oh, my God, it's like it's the same storyboard. And I'm like, if we can't put this out. People are going to call us. And then, of course, so I, you know, Jamie, I talked to Jamie. We had a long talk about it because he was like, no, F that, put it out anyway. F that, why do you care what people think? And I'm like, 
for a band in our place, Perception honestly. Perception becomes reality, yeah, and then you're just pigeonholed. We're with just that. that band that copied so and so, and we can't do. We 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 don't. Well, you know, if the, if it was three years old, ours is different enough that you could say, "Oh, this reminds me of." Mm-hmm. But sure. it's last month, man. I mean, so and, and you almost were putting out the video. If you put it out when you said you were going to like recently put it out. Oh my god! They basically would have came out within days of each other. Oh, dude, and it, so. I get it. Tony talked to Jamie. Jamie kind of was hearing him, but wouldn't hear him. Because he probably put a lot of work into it. He did. It was killer. And I I can understand why he's like, oh, this sucks, you know? No more than us, right? But but at the end of the day, nobody's going to know he made it. They're going to know that it's you guys. Sunday morning, after that, despite that conversation, he put a paid And it's a Katy Perry video that we're comparing. Right. That's correct. California girl? I kissed a girl, and I really liked it. Snoop is in it, and there's all these hot chicks. (laughs) But he put up a post Sunday morning and paid to put money behind that post, announcing the video would be released Wednesday. <sighs> dude. Oh, the timing. So I call him, and I'm like, dude. And we had a, about a 40-minute conversation, and he came around. He's like, dude, I get it. You know, For me, it's this is different, this is different, this is different. I'm like, yeah, a director gets that, but the layman, and that's who we keep showing it to, they all say the same thing. Mm-hmm. When 20 people that you respect and trust say, you can't put this out, people are going to make fun of you, Take heed. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I get it. And he was like, I will take down my posts. He was like, I really think you should rethink this. I'm like, man, for now, because I'm thinking we just shoot a little more footage, we splice it into what we've got, and we release it in a few months. And I wouldn't have said anything publicly at all, except that he, after we told him not to, went ahead and said, we're putting this video out. And, and it's he, easier just to throw it out on Facebook as opposed to everyone being like, hey, so where's the video? Hey, where's I the had video? To, I had to do, uh, he said, look, just do... Basically, do a press release, and I'll get your back on it, and I'll take my posts down. I said, okay. So I put up a press release on my page that just explained, hey, man, these things happen. And ours was shot prior to this, and it's really cool, and the guy did an amazing job. But we don't want to risk any possible disparaging comments or negative feedback. And 99% of what we got back was, oh, good idea, great move. Some of our closest friends, as we expected, said, hell, put it out anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. selfishly, I want to see know, it. Oh, I'll obviously. show you guys. I'll show you guys it. But, but as, a, as a person, like, if I, if I thought window pane, your only goal was to play some clubs in town and be, you know, weekend warrior, local band. We've got a guy down in L.A. right now right. working on setting up. We can't have, we, we can't be... Oh, you guys, <laughs> look what they did. Right. Yeah. We cannot risk that right now. And and so, uh, you know, every most people are really cool. Public, many people put up really, dude, this is very smart. The last thing you want is some kind of a war on YouTube. Uh, this is a bummer, but a very intelligent decision. That was most of the feedback. And that's right. And I'm then like, there yeah. was one troll that was like, oh, you won't say who the band is. I smell a fish. There's something weird going on here. Oh. And, and Tony engaged him, and it turned into a novel. I didn't even see that. Oh, well, that's because by, by last night, I was like, you know, this has gotten enough light, and I never would have said like anything. Like a Rogers girl. We would have we, we would have edited it. We would have edited it, changed a few things, and released it three months from now, and no one would have been the wiser. The only reason I said anything publicly is because Jamie announced the video was coming out Wednesday. That makes sense. And I went, crap. Yeah. Now I gotta say something. Well, and I, I was and, trying to say, like, and I, yeah, you know, that's why we were talking about trolls. I'm like, man, here we go again. Well, yeah. like I said, like, <laughs> like if you were, if, if it was just like a local release, I'd be like, put it out. Who cares? You guys are just doing this for fun. But you have a plan in set oh, of dude. wanting to be exposed to people outside of Seattle, Washington. And if that's the case, 
I, well, and what surprised that's me? That's why I 100% agree with the decision because the last thing you need is oh people goodness. that don't know you guys and don't know what you did to we make We would have been video. ridiculed. We would, I'll, I'll show you guys a side-by-side comparison. We would have been ridiculed. And we, uh, I, and being a new band, you don't need Lovin's, that. Lovin's? No. New in the eyes of... Oh my goodness, no. Obviously, but people The Lovin' like, support was mm-hmm, great Kansas. and a lot of people got it. And that's the thing is it wasn't a tragedy. It's like, hey, we're going to shelve it for now. Um, we're going to rework it and re-release it. And I only put that up because he, it's Jamie, the director, had said, hey, it's coming out Wednesday. And all I said was, hey, we got to sit on this thing for a minute. Because a guy, a group of guys and some artists put out a video that's extraordinarily similar. And we don't want to risk being called copycats. So, And then I said, I, hey, I mean, you know, these are, I literally remember saying the end of it said, this is one of those things you never see coming. And when it happens, you just have to decide how to best deal with to it. react to it. And I was like, thank you guys for your love and support. I did not expect that that was going to create any kind of drama. And really, for the most part, it didn't. There was just one guy that was like, oh, this is weird. Something fishy's going on. Why won't you say... This is why we do Facebook drama, because people love to make drama on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, dude, so I deleted it, and I was like, tomorrow, I'm going into London Bridge with my buddies. Yeah, it just... Enough, enough. And And I I can't wait to show you guys the video. It's actually really cool. But I'll show you, A, I'll give you the Pepsi challenge, and you're going to go, oh, dude, I get it. Yeah. I get And what really bums me out is ours is 100% cooler what he did, the layering, the imagery, how he treated it. Jamie did an amazing job. It was incredible. I mean, and it breaks my heart that he put all that time into it. Well, selfishly, I'm glad we get to see it. Oh, I'll show uh, you guys. Because I, I do like the video that you guys are talking the other band's video. I think it was, it, it, like we said, it's perfect. But you could tell it's like a quick video because they're releasing the song. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily like a big budget uh, music video, although they probably spent more money on it than most people well, would ever spend on a video. Jamie's concept was from a video that he did for Duff in the Loaded era, and he said, look, there are oh, these, there are these cutaways, about. there are these yep. cutaways, and he showed me that video, and he said, I'm thinking of doing your whole video like these performance cutaways, the whole, the whole video. And I was like, dude, won't that give people seizures? And he's like, no, because I'm going to fly in this and this texture, and I'm going to do it. And I was like, Jamie, man, you got a vision. Let's roll with it. And what he put together is dope. And then, whoops, whoops. Katy Perry. You know, and Tony and I have even (laughs) talked about it. Even if we had released ours first, people would see one after the other and say, oh, they totally, there's no way to avoid. you cannot win against, it's just not good. I mean, we were bummed, we were bummed, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm thinking, hey, man, we do some additional shooting at Jamie's Leisure, and we, we rework this thing a hair, and we release it three months from now, and we've got a dope video. This is not a big deal. And quite possibly a better video. Yeah. So I, I really, we were like, uh, you know, tragic, but it, this is going to be okay. And right. I never would have said anything publicly had he not decided we're putting this thing out. It's I'm like, telling you, window pane. It's like a soap opera these uh, days, bro. It's a, the as, Facebook soap actually, opera. Actually, man, if you want to go, it's funny. We as could, the window pane. This has just been Facebook right? stuff. Yes. But that's that I mean. soap opera goes back to. I don't even want to say when we started this band, but it has just been nonstop. Okay, we'll have to lawyer up. Oh, God, oh, we'll never find Jimmy's hand. It's been, <laughs> it's been like this. Man, I turned on TV when I was a little kid, and I was like, Jimmy Page is cool. I want to do that with my life. I don't think Jimmy Page's life path has been anything like Not mine. at all. This has just been a series of... Uh, Kicks in the Jimmy. Well, but there's been a lot of dope <laughs> moments too. But my Jimmy's tender, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been massaged, <laughs> you know. Even a, a massage Jimmy, if it gets kicked, it still nah, hurts. Just man, there's, there's, you know, the truth is, uh, you know, Bon Scott summed it up beautifully. All that crazy stuff in that ACDC song ain't no joke, man. Just all kinds of madness surrounds us. And now in the era of social media, I put that up. I thought it'd be, like, oh, cool. We can't wait to see it in three months, bro. I didn't expect a. 
I'm coming to your house so we can discuss this. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. What? You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm eating cereal and petting my cat. What are you, what are you doing? Do we deal know. with that sometimes even on our show when we like something happens or whatever it may be? It's, it's nice that people feel such, I, I use this word, and it may be not the best word, ownership. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, hey, man, like... <laughs> Just understand, we're okay. Like, don't. Everyone was cool. There was like, one. There's, there's no battle need to be fought. There's no nothing. It's just, it's an unfortunate circumstance. It's just a weird coincidence. No, nobody needs to fight anybody's battles. Oh, dude, our our no brother battles Rain, to be fought. Rain Stone, yep. he didn't even fiddle with Facebook. He started texting me directly. He's like, Let's do and he's this. like, put it out, put it out. I'm like, dude, honestly, we can't do that. We're gonna, we're gonna get tremendous ridicule. And he's like, you wear their words like war paint, man. You charge on and blah blah blah. And I'm <laughs> like, Rain, man. And I'm like, Rain, I love you for this. I love you for this, bro. <laughs> that is awesome. But I'm, literally, man, he was like, man, he was just so passionate, which is awesome. I mean, what a blessing to have a friend like. But yeah. he didn't even fiddle with Facebook. He's like, I got. Number, Let's I'm go. on this. Put it out. I'm like, ah, oh. that's kind of better though. <laughs> I'm coming over, I'm kidnapping you. Oh, we had and a I'm great text zen. exchange. It deteriorated into, okay, dude, you, me, a fifth, we're gonna go in the woods, we're just gonna zen out and get hammered and punch trees or whatever. It turned into a whole a whole thing, man. I love you, Rain, if you're oh, listening. Rain's the best. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, let's do some uh, quick uh, voicemails and messages, and then uh, we have to go become recording stars <laughs> at London Bridge Studios. So let's do it. <laughs> I know it's a STP cast, but I just love that version so, so much. Fun. I was like, let's just play it anyway. I was like, I think this one has. We can redo Cotton a Mosh with Migs. Ziggy, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care, man. Even if it says STP cast, I just wanted to play that one at least one more time. It's killer. You know why? Because I've been on an anthrax kick. I just I saw that that oh. social media. Hashtag that was spreading three albums that have changed your life. Mm-hmm. And I, I put zero thought into it because I knew I could overthink this and, and, and be like, well, no, this one. And then that one. Yeah. I just thought first three albums come to mind that changed my life growing up. Anthrax is uh, uh, Among the Living, which has caught in the mosh. That's why. Yeah. Then, uh, then Faith No More is the real thing. Nice. Look, I think Angel Dust is a better record. And that's where I got this weird dilemma. I Which one there, changed though, my life more, though? Well, it's like the 10 and Versus. I, I love Versus, but 10's probably a better record. But man, I, Versus is my one. Versus is the go-to. If I had to pick any Pro Jam album, I'm the Versus, same. Versus yeah. has, song-wise, it hits me in a way way oh, more than Bounce, Abruzis, man. That yeah. album's about Abruzis. Or and if I'm saying that right. Abruzis? I don't Anyone even know. Weigh in on that? Abruzis, There's so many the Zs in it, I feel like, like I've been drugged. On. Drummer number <laughs> three. Abruzis. Because Chamberlain was like a... He was there for a minute. Temporary. Yeah. But he was like a... He was their touring drummer until they got Dave. Yeah. Uh, so I and I even thought ten, and I'm like, gosh, but did it change my life? Like musically, did it change the way I looked at things? So I, of course, the real thing really did change my life and how I viewed music. Like it was just such a funky hip hop, alt rock, metal. It was everything. It made me like appreciate other music. And you've been more kind to fish as well. I have absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so Faith No More is the real thing. Anthrax is Among the Living. And then the other one, and I know it's probably a band that not a lot of people know, but for those that do know, understand it, especially being a Brooklyn boy, it's Life of Agony's River Runs Red, which is an album. It's, it's a metal record, and it's, it's, a, it's a journey inside the mind of a kid dealing with a family that killed, like, I, I think his mom committed suicide. He's a Brooklyn guy, a Brooklyn band. 
and they in a way that we do on our podcast, like where we just like, you know, we want to have fun, but we also do sometimes talk about some hey guys that make me feel like crap and make me shake in anger. This band really wore their heart on their sleeve more than any band I ever heard. And being a Brooklyn kid, I connected, uh, with, connected it with it because sure. I went to high school with guys that like the lead singer who's now has has become a female. Um, uh, Keith Caputo is now Mina Caputo, but Keith at one point didn't have a home and he crashed at my buddy from high school's oh, house. Oh, wow. So like You're on the like first connected. album, yeah. in a weird way, like River Runs Red, and granted I'm not still friends with that guy, not for any falling out, just at that time we didn't have social media to stay in touch. And yeah, I, no I went off to college in Seattle and he went off wherever, but there's, they thanked Giovanni Retta and Giovanni and I were in a band for a half a second. Like So it's like, there was like a certain connection to that band because they felt like they were on, they they were almost like classmates to me in mm-hmm. a roundabout way, and they grew up and became a big band in the world of Brooklyn. They're like you know you know in metal there's the big four, in in Brooklyn there's the big three. It's Life of Agony, which is like the lowest in the sense of like the little brother, but then you got Typo and Biohazard. Oh, yeah. Those three were like that. They were like Brooklyn hardcore metal. And Life of Agony was the one that hit me more than... And, and in fact, I'm planning eventually to go see our boy, uh, Tony Mitchell, working on a chess piece that includes, that includes the Life of Agony logo, because they mean that much to me. Cool. So I just haven't figured it out, because I just don't want it just to be the logo. Yeah, you know, just want, don't, and please just don't do a Brock Lesnar penis sword. No. Okay. No, I'm going to do that on my back. All right, sweet. It's pointing towards my Acceptable. <laughs> Acceptable. So, I'll, you know, I'll throw it out there. First album, all right, for you guys, you don't have to post it on social media, the three albums that changed your life without thinking. You go oh, I've already drive. I've already done this one. So, corn self titled. Yeah, uh, I just loved it. I loved how raw it was. Um, and then uh, also I had to write these down. Uh, typo negative. October rust. Okay. Oh, uh, not even bloody kisses. No, and it's it's weird because I've just I've been getting into it's Halloween time, so I've been getting into a lot more uh, typo. But I've just been watching like I've, just a ton of the videos. And I, I was, saw you tweet how you were bummed you never saw them live. Yeah, and not I was to rub just, it in. I saw them live and they were amazing at the showbox. So good. I I, I mean. They sucked, Sorry. Rev. Yeah, thanks. Was, they were terrible. He didn't even. He had like a. My he acid sang, hadn't kicked in yet, yeah. so I actually got to really experience their set. He sang. My acid kicked in by the time Jackal took the stage, though, and that guy what? thought, that, "Oh man, yeah." Did that freak story. you out with the freaking chainsaw? No, <laughs> just I was like, "That guy's really playing a chainsaw," you know? <laughs> okay, Glenn, you want to get a beer? No, I'm gonna stand here and watch this, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Here I am, plugging away with music, trying to make it, and this guy's making it <laughs> with, with a chainsaw. chainsaw. I, I, I looked up the track list of October Rust because I thought I, I wasn't hundred percent sure if that was the one, but it's got uh-huh. it's just got uh, uh, everyone I love is dead, uh, yeah. just all of the ones that I knew because I I came to know uh, and appreciate typo later, um, and once I got into him, and then Peter Steele passed away, and I was like, eh. quick tie into Life of Agony, the drummer Sal Abrascado for not I don't think he was on October Rust, but he was on Bloody Kisses and the earlier stuff, the origin of the feces, great mm-hmm. record, yeah. Um, he's the drummer of uh, Life of Agony, and Life of Agony's first album was produced by Josh Kelly, who's the keyboardist of Life of, of Typo Negative. Damn, there's there's a lot it's of six incest. degrees yeah. of Kevin Bacon going on right there. I know. Right? Well, it's like when you said the, the the you know from the hometown those three bands. I was like, oh, you said Typo. That's okay. That totally makes sense now. Yep. Um, and then the last band is a, a kind of a, an electronic band called VNV Nation, and uh, no it's idea. and they were the first ones that made me realize, oh, I 
really like this type of music and it's one of those ones that led me into all the stuff that I like now and they're doing a concert on the 7th so right before Migs Fest uh, they're doing a oh, on three, Friday night yeah on Friday night they're doing a three hour concert of, I like that they warn everyone ahead of time it's gonna be three hours it's, it's from all of their music across everything so they're We're cherry at. picking uh, I think it's at the show box and so it's just uh, this is one of the ones why I heard about it like Around May, you or something. will be in attendance. Oh yeah, this, this is done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I find out like my wife, she isn't too uh, keen on them. We went one time, and she was like, "All right, this is kind of cool." Like it's me and my best friend Brogan. We're going because we've totally geeked out and we're mandating on this one. It's just like th- this is the pinnacle band for me. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, I almost said F yeah, but I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. More edits, <laughs> Glenn. What about you, man? I'm- yeah, you know, it's a tough question. It um, is the definite without even thinking is Led Zeppelin song remains the same. Yeah. Um, that record still, uh, good Lord. Well, it's live, no quarter, live days confused. It, that's it, Zeppelin was the whole reason I ruined my life. I heard the lemon song and <laughs> that was that. Uh, I like that you picked that one too. Also, oh, song means the same as yeah. the one. Like if anyone's like, oh, I've never really heard Zeppelin. I'd be like, oh, let me play you something. And I would play them live, no quarter first. Mm. I'd be like, this is what this is all about. And they'd be like, oh. Dude, but yeah, and they they put out studio albums too. But this is the one, man. Beyond that, uh, my tastes are so all over the place. I can't just think first that pops in the mind. I know it's easy to overthink. Angel Dust and Verses, maybe okay. you know, but I'm missing out on some albums that were very critical to me. Uh, what was the not down on the upside, man? Super unknown. Super yeah. unknown was super, super unknown was yeah. a serious record for me. Honestly, uh, Kings X records that changed my life. That affected the way I am as a player. Uh, the Faith Hope Love album by Kings X. That's such a good record. Um, between them and Neil Young, and then Page. Uh, when I learned how to play Ten Years Gone correctly, that's how I learned drop D tuning, and that changed the way I approach guitar. I mean, I don't do everything in drop D, but. So it's 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 weird like that. It's it's. Gosh, almost... I didn't even think for playing like as a drummer. Oh. I've, I have three different records. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like I mean, see, I like kill them all, Metallica. Well, even uh, the change addiction, nothing shocking, and ritual oh. de la habitual, man. And say what you want about Dave Navarro, but he was one of the, he blended oh. psychedelia and metal. I love Remar- Dave Navarro. Uh, see, people were like, oh, uh, dude, dude, they're that on guy's brilliant. The only Chili Peppers album I like is One Hot Minute. One Hot Minute, and the, the and Peppers won't even recognize that One Hot Minute. I know, and that's why I agree with that's the a great record. Do you smoke weed? Or do you smoke pot from time to time? No. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I, would, I, would, okay well, I don't know if you're, but yeah. put one hot minute on and listen to it on headphones, stoned. Really? And don't ever drive at night, stoned, and listen to that record. Okay. Some of those segues <laughs> and breakdowns, you'll oh, go bye bye. I'm glad that we all you agree will on go that record. Bye bye. Oh, one a, hot minute is sick. I put that it's behind uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. As far as my, if I had to list my favorite Chili Pepper songs, and the list isn't going to go very long. Diehard but, Peppers fans will crucify you for the love in that record, and which I'm like, is why I I don't I don't like the Chili. Peppers because they denounced the album. I don't get that. They don't even play live. It's because, because, yeah, yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, I want to go to the Chili Peppers. And I, I, it was like for Shante when he was still when he yep. came back into the band, he's like, I'm never going to play this. And I'm but like, their songs are good. Dude, they're so good. A lot and of Navarro, those tunes I think, gets killer. a bum rap because he became Hollywood Navarro. You know what I mean? Well, I like, think that's that, what that is. But, but to me, those I, first two James Addiction. Oh. Well, I mean, I don't even know technically that was the first. The first was like X or Triple uh, X. Triple X. Yeah, yeah and it was half good. live, half studio. But uh, Rich. And nothing, Dude, shocking nothing shocking are 
unbelievable. And that was the thing at the time, man. That guy blended basically heavy metal with psychedelia, and yeah. I had never heard anything like it. And he's a ripping fast guitar player. And he's Perkins. got great hands. I got to jam with Perkins, man. I got to jam with Perkins and, and Peter DeStefano more than once on stage at the Second Phoenix. I was there. And once. That was. Cool. I think I was at the, and doesn't who the bassist of Zach Malang? Yes. Yep. Yes, I was there Zach for Zach Malang. He was in Supersonic Soul Pinch. Yep. He's an oh, animal musician. Zach. <laughs> Zach is an amazing oh, bassist. Oh, dude. Yeah. But um, I got to jam with those cats and it was cool. And Perkins could not be a cooler guy because I, I hung out with him a little man. bit after one of those shows and he was. Him and I were geeking out about drum stuff. Yeah. I've jammed with DiStefano a couple times, which is a lot of fun, but, you know, I, I hear you. It's. Oh. Yeah. Peter DiStefano from uh, Porno for Pyros. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Porno for Pyros. That's yeah, right. and he's a sweetheart of a guy too. Awesome guy and a hell of a musician. And uh, I remember when I was geeking about drum stuff with Perkins, and he goes, "Man, I wish I would have talked to you before this. That I would have let you, you jump on oh, the drums." And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Now I'm really glad we didn't talk before the set because I would have never wanted to do that. That would have freaked me the living hell out. I could not play drums in front of you. I'm sorry because I he influenced me to be more tribal in." Rely on toms sometimes, oh, like yeah, not just man. not just rely on the symbols. Like, well, you think about song like, like Mountain Song only functions because Perkins makes it function. I've yeah. tried to cover that song with other guys, and it falls flat, and we jerk it from the set, and it's yeah. really because they're just not nailing that drum loop. Yep. Um, you know, it's yeah. It, Perkins. I got it. Blah, 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 blah. Perkins. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask uh, Justin and Hannah, too, since you guys are here. Uh, uh, first first three records that come to mind that changed your life, Justin. Nevermind. Nice. Yep. Kill them all. Oh, good man. And then anything from Pantera. Anything yeah. Pantera. Oh, Honestly. man, that's a tough call. Like, Cowboys to from me, Hell. Cowboys, Cowboys is the one, man. Because it introduced one. us. To, remember that video on Headbangers Ball the first time you watched Cowboys from Hell? And I'm like, who are these guys and that singer? I just heard this guitar solo from Psycho Holiday. I bought the record based on Cowboys, the single. Right. Yeah. And I heard the guitar solo for Psycho Holiday and went, dude, who's this guy? And yeah, right. Cowboys, I mean, every a lot of a lot of guys are vulgar. Like, my drummer's right. like, dude, vulgar's the record. And vulgar's dope, but I, I'm, I'm a Cowboys from Hell guy. I, you know, it's tough. It's tough to make it that is. call. Man. What I liked about that record too is that they were like they were still teetering on the line of just being like almost a hair metal band. Well, they were. They, you they, know what I they mean? They hadn't gone full. Those first couple records were still, without trying to sound negative, hooky. That's they wrote I mean. big, right. strong yeah. hooks. Later, it, it became just pure pile driver, and I, you know, like reinventing the steel. I kind of fell out of love with them at that point, man. You know, because I missed the hooks. I right. missed the catchiness of. I felt like it had more attitude when they went to pure grind. It wasn't as aggressive in a weird way. Right, right. And I don't know. It's just they were getting older, and then. Well, yeah. And then you know the whole filth. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure there was some internal stuff too that could exactly. create. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for for you, Hannah. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go with uh, Pink Floyd, "Dark Side of the Moon." That's, oh, that's yeah. One of my favorites. Hell yeah! I cool. Get through high school without it. Nice. Uh, I always give Pink Floyd a hard time, but Dark Side of the Moon. Are you a fan of uh, like the Final Cut? I mean, yes. for me, the Sid Barrett stuff um, is touch and go. For me, it starts with metal. Animals I love. Dark Side is usually everyone's favorite, but for me, the Wall and the Final Cut, and everyone's yeah. like the Final Cut and. Okay. Dude, yeah. that record. Oh, yeah. That's oh, intense. Good on you. you yeah, dude. It. I used to just lay in, in bed in the dark and listen to the wall and the final cut on headphones. And it was like a, a movie experience. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Way to bring up the Floyd. No one brought up the Floyd. Good <laughs> like for it. you. All right. Yeah. Two more. Two yeah. more. Yeah, two more. No pressure. Um, well, the pressure's on. <laughs> 
First thing that comes to I your mind. I love how she looked right at you for a lifeline, like, help me. Not yeah. And he's got his arms folded, looking away like, this is all you, babe. All you, babe. All. Uh, gotta go with Pantera, too. That that was a big one. Yeah. You know, going through high school. I like Isn't it. Isn't it funny? I think all of us are kind of leaning towards the song, the albums that we got turned on to in our, like, teen years. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. it's really amazing how, like, the music can change the direction how you are there, as a teenager. There's been right. some cool stuff that's come out in the past 15 years, but not... I, you know, every, I'm sure every generation says that, but man, yeah. the early, the late '80s, early '90s was a real hotbed for amazing, amazing albums. It really was. Um, kind of like you know, you look at the late '60s compared to the majority right. of the '70s. 70s. There disco, was a bit of disco. a oh my goodness. And then there were some. I mean, Zeppelin, the majority of Zeppelin's career carries through the '70s, yeah. but those explosions. And there was an explosion in the late '60s, and there was an explosion again for me. In kind of the late eighties, early nineties, about the time. 80s, like oh, dude, facelift, Metallica yeah. dropped, facelift App, dropped, Eugene appetite Illusion. dropped. Oh man! Yeah. Like between eighty six and so, and even if you're a movie geek, man, the early eighties. You, you give me seventy nine to about eighty five, or seventy seven actually, because that's when Star Wars Star came Wars, out. Right, Star Wars. But dude, <laughs> like for film, the mid seventies to the mid eighties was a hotbed of just it's all Ronald Reagan. Amazing man. He, he introduced films. this all to us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. One more hand. I'm not gonna let you off the hook. Nice. Oh. She's got her phone out. She's like, you, yeah, she's like, consulting Google. How did you meet your best friend? Uh, oh, Lifeline coming yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, gotta go with Romstein. <laughs> nice. that's, a, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a real big one. Do host. Do host <laughs> Exactly, me. and that's how it happened. Nice. Know, middle schooler, listening to Romstein, rock it out. That's all I had. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what they were singing about, but I loved it. But you felt it. <laughs> At that point, no. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because I remember uh, Rammstein was one of those bands that I would uh, uh, when I was younger it would be like let's find all the the weirdest music you could find so I was listening to like circus metal like there's a band called Dog Fashion Disco that is just the weirdest metal things and we, me and my buddy were going back and forth and we ended up finding a mashup of Rammstein and Tattoo which were the Russian I lesbian them. band yes and it whoever mashed it up it I was the tattoo was the greeter on Fantasy Island. No, well he is. But these <laughs> plain, were two plain. Yeah. These were two lesbian lesbians yes, that would make out in their videos. Oh, that's exciting. Oh yeah. And you guys are talking about Aaron Gray. <laughs> yeah. The, these they were, were my girlfriends? Aaron Gray. They yeah, were these were my girlfriends. Right on. And, and when they mashed it up, it was just like, this is outstanding because you've got these hot Russian chicks singing with this super, super hard German metal. And it was just like it was pretty influential. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very interested. You've got my attention <laughs> completely. Yeah, I can see you're standing. <laughs> Tell me it. more, man. <laughs> For about can four minutes. Introduce us to your girlfriends. <laughs> All right, you know, honestly, we are. We oh, got to yeah. We got to get to the do studio. We gotta go? Yeah, we got. You know, we got things to do. We got songs to create. Are you guys coming to Migs Fest? Yes. Can we get actual visit? No, no, no. I was going to say we should guest list you. Oh really? Yeah, if you, that's what I was gonna say. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, your guests on the show, we should guest list you for Mix Fest. Oh, wow! Awesome. Um, so before we split, let me put you guys into my tricorder here, okay. and that'll happen. <laughs> you know, that just makes sense to me, right? Yeah. So okay. Very nice. Yeah. And there's a, there's a nice segue into the Mix Fest October eighth at Studio Seven Plug. Yes. Who's gonna be there, Glenn? Uh oh. <laughs> ah! uh, Mock Society, Wide Only in the Wreckage, Superfecta. Clover Jane, and that's their EP release party. Ten, <laughs> <laughs> Ten miles wide and window pane at Studio Seven, that's and that right. is October eighth, and that's gonna be 
a killer night. I am yeah. so pumped. Yeah. A lot of people here at the station. Uh, Detet Smith is coming. Yeah. He's very excited yes. about it. Uh, Matt Koch, he's coming. Uh, he's very excited about gonna it. It's going to be a crazy night. I, I really, as far as I know, uh, last time I checked in, ticket sales were really like, oh my goodness. I got it's a message be dope. from our friend Red the Stripper. She said, what's this I hear about a, birth- a birthday party going on, a nice. mix fest? I'm like, do you want to go? And she's like, yeah. Rum party. So I, I feel like we uh, might have to... Um, before Migs Fest, because we were talking also, she, was, she wants to come back and hang out, nice. come on the show. Red the oh, Stripper is a stripper. What does she wear when she comes? Just jeans and a t-shirt, or does she come? Pretty chill, but it's still... It's hot as hell, yeah, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Red oh, the Stripper, to put it in perspective... She's a dirty birdie. From oh, we, I got a message from somebody. When you first walk into I Little Darlings... I love you, wife person, if you're out there. I, I love you. <laughs> just, you know what? And she's the coolest, most down-to-earth. It's, you know... Oh, no. Tells like, it like it is, man. It makes her even more desirable. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not Way helping. to go, bro. She's a really mean... <laughs> my wife's going to punch a size my face later today. I'm sure of it. But one person told me, apparently you walk into Little Darlings, there's a giant poster promoting Red. Like, that's how big... She's here. Like, like, Damn. like that's next level. Like, I mean, not any other local stripper is getting a poster at the club that you... At least that I know of. I want to get a poster of Steve and put that inside the door. Yeah, yeah right. Little Darlings. What's this all about? Steve, oh. Steve come, sometimes comes here. Wait. Wait. C-O-M-E-S. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. But our registrator is going to be at Migs Fest. Uh, hopefully, we'll have her on the Migs cast before Migs Fest. That would be cool. soon after come that. Come see us. Cool. Maybe she'll bring some of her friends. We oh. never know. <laughs> So it's going to be a great time. Awesome. I cannot wait. Uh, thank you, guys. Justin, Hannah, as always, it's always great seeing you guys. Much love to you. Thank you for being a part of this. Congratulations on just getting married. Thank Congrats. You. That is awesome. And we'll see you at MixFest. Yeah. October 8th. Go to our Facebook page. Just type in the MixCast. It's pinned at the top. If you need information about MixFest, you can find out there. If you're friends with any of the bands, they're all hustling, trying to sell those tickets. I know Wyatt and uh, Wyatt Only and the Records has a handful of tickets. You just left. had to ask for more. More, actually, that's a good thing. Kyle Court ran out too. It's it's uh it's selling. Woohoo! And uh, <laughs> I think Wyatt and his crew might swing by um, the studios to say hi and bring some beer today. Ah, nice. fantastic! Like, I don't want to bug you guys. I know you're gonna. I'm like, Wyatt's. It's not bugging us. I'm like, no, come hang out with yeah. us. Yeah. It's gonna be a celebration. Ah, Red that's singing. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> which I is am. also awesome. <laughs> so please come to Mix Fest October eighth at Studio Jeez. Seven. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Glenn, as always, stay honor. positive. That's Love you guys. Yes, we're out. Rev. Bye-bye. Bye. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.